Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, on this week's Practical Pro Musician, I'm going to tell you something that I don't think I've ever shared on the podcast or on any other public forum before. It's what I did right after I got fired from my dream gig. And I can't believe I keep forgetting about this story, but I got offered this really weird job um, that changed my life in a way that you may not expect, but I can't wait to tell you all about it. Stay tuned. We love playing music, but it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, How do musicians like us, with jobs, families, and responsibilities, get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hathaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. Well, hey there again, my friend. Welcome back to another extravagant, exciting, exhilarating, enlightening. Trying to think of more words that begin with E. All of those things. Welcome to another episode of, hey, that began with the letter E also, episode. Anyway, welcome back to the Practical Pro Musician. My name is Daniel and I am so happy you are with me right now, today, tonight, this morning, wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm happy that we've got this time together, you and me. Hey, um, I want to first off apologize because if you're listening to this show in real time, I did not put an episode up last week. And that was because, as I'm sure you're probably sick of hearing, uh, (laughs) we finally moved out of the house that we had sold and um, we moved into a rental house that we're in for a few months while we finished building the other house that we are... um, that we're building. So, um, I'm going to do my best by the way, to not mention moving or anything to do with the house for at least a little while. Um, that's behind me. It's not, it's kind of out of my mind, the moving part, at least. I mean, I'm looking as I'm recording this, I'm looking at a room, uh, full of boxes. So, um, it's kind of hard not to think about, but, um, I don't have to worry about packing things up and moving for at least a little while. So, um, I won't bring that into this conversation anymore. I won't, I won't burden you with it anymore. Um, so, uh, I I got to think uh, a little bit, and this is something that's been nice. We, um, 
in relation to that moving thing, uh, you know, we got our kid uh, set up on getting bus service here at the house that we're renting now, which means um, we get a few extra minutes in the morning where we don't have to drive him to school um, because we're actually living in a place that's zoned for the school that he's going to. Uh, So the bus comes and picks him up. So it's great because we save time on both ends of the day going to uh, drop him off and pick him up. And so I've had a little more time to kind of sit and think a little bit more. And also um, gave me some time as, as um, we've kind of gotten back in the, the regular routine of things of, of uh, my son being at school, my wife going to work, all those kinds of things. And me kind of having some, some time where there's not a lot of other distractions or sounds or people around. It's just me and quiet. Um, a little more time for reflection. And, you know, um, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are um, you just by nature of having access to technology that allows you to hear this podcast, you probably are, um, you know, among the wealthiest, uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but there's always these stats going around the wealthiest 10% will say of people in the world, you probably are one of them because a majority of people don't have access to the things that you or I have access to. Um, and it's good to remind ourselves of that every, every once in a while. And you might be saying, Daniel, what does this have to do with being a pro musician? Well, we'll get there in a second. Uh, but I had one of those moments, um, where I was just feeling grateful for what I had, um, this last week or so after we got through moving and I, we were in this wonderful rental house, um, that, um, you know, it's fun, it's fun or not fun, but it's, it's funny how, I can nitpick about, well, it's not this or that. It's like, well, you know, also this is not a house that we built. This isn't the house we would have chosen to build. Um, we're building that house, but we're living in this house now. And this house is a beautiful house. It's wonderful. It's amazing. I can't believe that we get to live here, um, uh, even for a few months. And so it's amazing. And so I started thinking, man, this is crazy. Um, and then as we, we went and checked in on our house being built and kind of walked through it. It's just so amazing and, and incredible to us. And some of you uh, listening to this are probably, you know, way better off than I am and, and, or we are. And, and you're like, well, that, you know, if you saw my house, you'd think that, you know, you'd be slumming it if you went to the house we're building. But for us, it's so incredible. And it, and I, I started dealing with a, a sense of guilt almost a little bit that crept in. Um, and I don't think it's a healthy thing, but uh, I think there's a positive side of it. Um, but the, the guilt was, man, we don't deserve to have something this nice. Um, you know, why should we get to have something this nice when other people don't have something this nice? Um, and I do, I do want to make sure that it's come clear because this is something that's going to happen with you in your music career. If you kind of keep following down this path, um, that I've recommended to you, or even, even if you follow your own path and you just keep pressing forward in your music career, there's going to be a point when you probably get some kind of opportunity or you get to find yourself in some situation and you say, man, there's not much difference between me and that other person. I have this opportunity and they don't. I feel bad about that. Or the opposite, which is you look at somebody else and you say, man, they're no different than me, but they got this opportunity. I didn't. Why didn't I get this opportunity? And you feel bad about that. That's just two sides of the same coin, which is no, you know, uh, there's some kind of idea that someone out there does deserve to have nice things, but it's definitely not us. Um, or we think we do deserve nice things and it's definitely not that other person. Um, either way, um, it's good to take stock in a positive way of what we do and don't have. Um, and also, uh, what we've already been able to accomplish and how blessed we are with what we have, um, and the opportunities we've been given, 
the things we've been, we've been entrusted to, uh, to maintain, um, and all of those things. So all of that to get to what I was thinking when I was walking through our new house being built, I'm like, man, my first instinct was feeling guilty that I have that maybe I don't deserve something this nice, but I kind of quickly changed my mindset and said, you know what? That's actually not a healthy thought to say, man, I'm doing something wrong by having something nice. I shouldn't have something this nice. I don't deserve it. That's kind of a a negative uh, perception of myself. What I did say was, man, I recognize that I'm very fortunate to have what I have and I'm going to do my best to take care of this and make wise decisions um, and be what uh, I... um, I believe in the Bible. And so they talk about being a steward or, or, or someone who is entrusted to, to handle and be responsible for something. Um, and so I definitely believe in that concept of what I've been given, I've been entrusted with, and I'm going to do my best to, to handle it the best way that I can. And I think that's a positive way of looking at it. And if you're a musician, you can say, look, I have first and foremost, right now, I've been given a passion and probably a talent or a gift in music in some way, an ear for it, or I like playing it, or I have a passion for music, whatever it is, you've been given that, and you should respect that in a way that says, I want to do my best to uh, nurture this in myself and and respect my gifts. Um, But also, set goals for yourself. And that's the other piece of this. I actually started looking back when I was walking through the house. I'm like, man, how did I get here? Um, this, the, I have nice things and it's not about financial success or, or this or that. But I, I started saying, what, what were the steps that led me here? The same way I've done with my music career so many times, I wanted to look at other pieces of my life and say, wow, it seems baffling to me. This is so incredible. This is above what I deserve. How did I get here? How did, how did this happen? And there's a lot that I'm sure goes into it, but I do want to point to something. Uh, and this is kind of the takeaway for today for this episode. I want to point to something that I did. Um, probably uh, it's going to be over 10 years ago, probably closer to 11 or 12 years ago. Um, and I 100% believe that this led me to where I'm at today. Um, from a career and, and what I'm doing, even talking to you on this podcast and everything that I have to show kind of physical stuff, which isn't the most important thing in the world. I want to be clear, but it's part of something that that's a great tool to have access to. And this is something I think that can help you in your music career immensely because I've done it in my music career as well and it's worked. And that's this. Um, I don't know if I've ever actually shared the part of the story. I know that you've probably heard um, the story of when I got fired from my dream gig. And this was right before I asked my now wife to marry me. I was already planning on proposing, but um, the getting fired thing from my full-time job, my dream gig, um, threatened to throw a wrench in that. But right after I got fired, I was like, I got to find something to do. Also, I don't know if I want to get a full-time day job right now, a traditional job. What can I do? And so I know for sure I've never shared this with anybody. This is uh, on, on like a podcast or anything or education. Um, cause I keep forgetting about it. Um, <laughs> but I actually, um, went and applied for a job and got offered the job and got hired to be, um, the 
like on-site real estate agent for like a new housing development. So like, you know, they're building houses in a neighborhood. They have the model home and there's a real estate agent that works there and helps people build their houses. Well, I actually, um, I actually got hired to do that. Didn't have a real estate license, uh, had no experience, but for some reason, the guy that interviewed me, um, saw something in me and offered me the job and I accepted it. Um, now side note to kind of finish this part of the story up, I, um, very after, after getting the, uh, the job, I had to get my real estate license. So I had to go do the classes to get a real estate license, um, here in my state of Tennessee. Um, and I had scheduled the classes, planned ahead, paid for it, all that stuff. And that's when I came down but the first instance, the first flare up of that chronic illness that I have, uh, ulcerative colitis, the first time it came up was right before that class was scheduled to start. I actually had to back out of the class because of that illness. Um, and as a result, I had to tell the guy, I'm sorry, I can't take this job after all um, because I can't take the class. And this is a chronic illness. At that point, I'd already been sick for like weeks. And I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to last. So I can't commit to a job um, and had to back out of that. Um, and that was all related to the stress around getting fired from my dream gig, by the way. That's how, uh, how much of an effect that whole thing had on me. But in my first or one of my interviews with this company, um, and this guy had been very, very successful. Um, he was a real estate developer. This was not the first time he had built these, you know, multi tens of millions of dollars development things. Um, so this guy kind of knew what he was doing in this world. And he asked me something that I'd not heard before. But it's funny because as I kind of got more into like personal development and and even like wealth building and and, and business development, all the kind of things that I that I rely on now and what I do here with the podcast and, and teaching and also in my day job, um, he asked me a question that in this question I've heard so many times since then. I realize it's very effective. He said. Um, and this is the question he asked me was related to money, but it doesn't have to be about money. It can be about anything. But he said, um, do you have like a financial goal for yourself, like an income goal? Like, do you have an idea of how much money you want to make? And do you have a timeline on it? And um, have you written it down? That was the big thing. Have you written it down? And it's funny because I, like I said, this was like 11 or 12 years ago. Um, I'm not proud of this, but I lied. And I was like, yes, because I knew at that point I had this, this idea that like, he thinks that like, this is something I should be doing. And I didn't have the integrity to say no. I'm, I'm ashamed to tell you, but I said, yes, I have. He's like, well, what is it? And so I just like, honestly pulled some not insane, but reasonably crazy large number out of, you know, thin air and said, I want to make this amount of money by the time I'm 30. And he's like, okay. He's like, you have it written down. I'm like, yeah, I have it written down at home. I didn't. But um, what's funny is after, after uh, I went home, I was like, man, he, if he ever calls me on that, I'm going to be in trouble if I don't do it. So I actually did go home that day after that interview and I did write it down and I wrote it on an index card and I put it in my wallet. I carried it around with me um, for a really long time. I can't, I, I did at some point, well, I'll tell you when I took it out in a minute, but um, I wrote it down and, and had it with me and he, thank, <laughs> he never did actually ask to see it. Um, but, or ask me where it was, but, um, I had it just in case. 
but I wrote it down and I actually did look at it every time I opened my wallet. Cause back then people still carried cash around. I still had cash. Um, every time I opened my wallet, I would see that I would say, I want to make this amount of money per year by the time I'm 30. And that would have been like 23, 24, maybe 22, even at this time, um, somewhere in that, that range. And, uh, I saw it every day. And what's really strange is I didn't really like put any more legs on that thought as far as like, Oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. If I don't do this, I'm going to fail. I've got to make this amount of money by the time I'm 30 or I'm going to fail. Um, what's funny is it actually hit me a few years ago. I'm in my mid thirties now, a few years ago, I it actually, I, I had forgotten that I'd even done that. And I looked and I, I guess it had gotten folded up with like a bunch of other stuff in my wallet because I used to carry way too much stuff in my wallet. Um, it had gotten folded up with a bunch of other stuff like my voter registration card, which I never use except for like, you know, once every couple of years um, and some other things like that, that like you never look at, but like it's good to have the one time you need it. I had that, it had been folded up with all that stuff and I was kind of cleaning out my wallet and I opened it up and I, I found this piece of paper where I'd written or this uh, index card where I'd written down, I want to make X amount of money by the time I'm 30. And what's really crazy is, um, I had done it now. I hadn't done it. I hadn't made it that goal exactly by the time I was 30. I think I hit that goal by the time I was maybe 32 or 33. And it was no, it didn't look at all. Like I didn't accomplish it the way that I thought I would. It was a very different path to get there than I envisioned it would be, but I had made it there. Um, made there a couple of years late, but Hey, uh, if you would ask me when I, pulled that number out of thin air. If, they, if someone had said, Hey man, I'll tell you what, um, you're not going to make it by the time you're 30. You're going to make it by the time you're 32. Is that okay with you? I would have said you're insane. There's no way I'm going to make it by the time I'm even 32, but yes, I'll take it because it would have been so crazy and amazing. Um, so even it's the whole thing, like, you know, you aim for the, what they shoot for the stars. And if you miss, you still hit the moon or whatever. It's kind of like that. So I wrote it down and I did it. And I, I, I all I can tell you is this writing down your goals and even just saying them out loud to other people, um, without worrying about whether they're going to going to laugh at you or make fun of you. Um, it does something, it changes something. And I, I don't, I'm not one of these like woo woo, you know, put it out there in the universe and the universe will give it to you. That's not what I'm saying. Um, and maybe I am saying that, I don't know. What I am saying is this. Um, I do think there is something subconscious. When we write down a goal, it gets stored away in the back of our brain somewhere. And when we say something out loud, um, we do, um, it does change something about us when we say it out loud um, to someone else and communicate that. Um, and I feel like somewhere without us even, without us even realizing it, it impacts our actions. It impacts choices we make. Um, you know, our subconscious, the backs of our brains does a lot of things, um, all the time that we don't realize we are doing or that we're making decisions. Uh, we're making decisions that we don't realize we're making. We're saying things a certain way. We don't realize that we could have said them any other way, but our subconscious is, is transforming what we do all the time. And so at the core, at, at, at least, writing something down changes your subconscious in small ways that I think can lead you uh, with that whole like butterfly effect thing, you know, down the road years later to accomplish something like that goal. Um, that's at least that it could be, there could be more to it. All I know is that 
I have met, um, especially in the last, you know, five years or so, I've met uh, at least 10 people that I know for sure are like multimillionaires. And again, this is not about money. I'm not, many of us don't care, couldn't care less about making money. It's not about money. It's just about, that's just a a lot of people have large goals related to money. And so that's just one way, a tangible way of describing this. But all of them that I've had the chance to ask have written down their goals. Um, A lot of, you know, every, I don't know a single business owner of of a successful business who every year doesn't write down the goals for the next year. And so if you're a musician and you want to become a professional musician, um, write down something that you'd like to accomplish in a certain time frame. Now, don't make it insanely unrealistic. Like I want to be touring arenas by uh, next spring um, and you and you don't even play your instrument every day right now um, or something like that. Like Like make it something that's aggressive, but you think, man, there's, if I stretch, there's a chance I could hit this and give yourself the time to actually accomplish it, but write it down, write it down on a piece of paper, index card, fold it up, put it in your pocket, put it in your wallet, put it in your purse, put it wherever you carry things. Keep it with you though. And just live your life, but remember as much as you can that you said that you were going to do that. Bonus points to you if you actually um, say it out loud to somebody else. It could be your spouse, your significant other. It could be a friend. Um, it could be your dog. <laughs> um, it could be anybody, but just say it out loud to someone and say, I would like to accomplish this by the time, uh, by this, by this time period and just see what happens. Um, and, and yeah, I, that's pretty much it. I just, I want to encourage you to write something down. Um, Like I said, I don't know anybody who's done something really major that I know that's like really successful consistently who doesn't do this. Um, And once I, once I realized that I had written down that goal, like I said, when I was going through my wallet and found that, that slip of paper, that index card um, saying that I wanted to do that, I threw it away because I was like, you know what? I've accomplished that goal. Let's move on. But then what I did was I wrote down a new goal and I wrote that down. And I, I am working towards it. Um, I I don't think I should tell you quite yet. I don't want to tell you what it is yet. Uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do it. Um, I made this goal a few years ago, um, and I've made steps to get there, but I I don't want to announce it publicly yet because it involves something, uh, uh, without getting too crazy, it involves something that I haven't announced yet here. Um, and so I want to make sure that I don't, uh, ruin the surprise by announcing something just because I want to tell you what my goal is. Um, but there is another goal that I have and I think I can reach it. Um, I'm, I'm getting, I'm on my way there. And when I do reach it, I will let you know. But in the meantime, write down a goal. That's your challenge today. This week here in the Practical Poor Musician is write down something you want to do and also in what time frame you want to accomplish it. Um, and then, yeah, do that. And by the way, speaking of writing things down, I want to do something really cool starting uh, probably next week, next podcast. Um, I The lifeblood of this podcast is ratings and reviews on what's now Apple Podcasts, um, especially. 
And so it would mean the world to me if you're listening at this point, especially uh, if you would go into Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever they call it right now, on your phone or on your computer, and leave an honest rating and review. Hey, I'd love it if you gave it five stars, but be honest. Write down what you think about it. And what I'm going to do is, starting next week, I'm going to I'm going to pick one out. I'm going to read one. Um, on the air with each podcast. Um, And so, uh, yeah, if you do that, I might read yours on the air. And I think I might throw a contest in there at some point too. I haven't announced that yet because I haven't decided what I'm going to do, but I will. Um, And so we'll figure out some uh, some kind of cool contest to run here in the near future. Um, and relate as it relates to leaving honest ratings and reviews. All right, this podcast has gone on long enough, I think, to make up for the fact that I didn't do a podcast last week. So thank you so much for joining me here on the Practical Pro Musician. As I said, my name is Daniel, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Write down a goal and see what happens. Put it in your pocket, carry it with you. All right, thanks for joining me this week. We'll talk again next week. Bye for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.